Hello and welcome to Middle Collegiate Church Online. It is Pentecost Sunday, the birth of the church. I am Natalie, I'm the digital minister here at Middle and we are so grateful that you've come to join us online today. Thank you for worshiping with us. Um, usually we'd go right into our opening hymn, but we want to welcome new members this morning. We've had a number of people who have joined the last couple of weeks. And so, you know, we would usually welcome them as a congregation, but since we're not in this space, we're just going to be creative about how we bring them into our family. Um, so before we do that, let's take a deep centering breath together. And let us worship God. Middle Church is a movement of love and justice. And today we celebrate with these new members that middle is their church. They stand before you and before God to say they are partners in this ministry. Friends, just as you are, as you come through the door, we welcome you. Membership means signing on for the vision of God's reign. Membership means participating in the life of the congregation. Membership means proclaiming that you belong to God and you will use your gifts generously for God's work. Membership means claiming God's claim on you. Today, we welcome to Middle Church these children of God. Friends, do you claim Middle Church is your church? If so, say, I do. I do. I do. Will you give with your heart your gifts to this congregation and to the larger church? If so, say, I will. I will. I will. Will you love and share with this community in the ministry of Jesus? If so, say, I will. I will. Will you learn and study so as to grow in faith? If so, say, I will. I will. And to this congregation, do you promise to love, encourage, and support these people of God by being the gospel of God's love and by giving the strong support of God's people in prayer and in deed? If so, say we will. New members, please introduce yourself and uh, your pronouns. Hello, middle. I'm Michelle, and I am a PhD student at NYU, and I'm happy to be joining Middle Church, uh, and I'm currently in Harlem. Emily Wexler, she, her. Hi, middle. I'm Desiree. Um, I use pronouns she, her, and I am joining the church from Brooklyn today. Io Harrington, she, her. Hi, middle. I'm Kim, I'm an artist, my pronouns are she, her, and I'm very excited to be a middle member. Kaitlyn O'Reilly, she, her. Hi, my name is Savannah Washington. I'm a filmmaker and a college professor. Uh, I live in Harlem. My pronouns are she and her, and I am thrilled to be a member of Middle Church. Stephanie Briggs, she, her. Hi, everyone. I'm Louise. I'm in Washington, D.C. My pronouns are she, her. I'm a spiritual director and a chaplain here, and I'm excited that through the pandemic, I can participate from Washington. It's great to be here. Joanna Stevens, she, her. Hi, Middle. 
I'm Molly. I, my pronouns are she, her. I um, am graduating from law school this week and I'm currently back in my hometown of St. Paul, Minnesota. Let us pray. God of grace and mercy, thank you for the gifts of these new members. Thank you that we are all your children. Make us more like you in all we say and do and help us to be your hands and your feet in the world. We pray in your holy name. Amen. And now receive this middle welcome in song. middle family it is now time for the message for all ages and I have my daughters here with me today and today's Bible lesson is about Pentecost a time when people from different nations all came together and were able to talk and understand each other even though they spoke in their own native language 
I wonder what it would sound like to hear I love you in different languages. Chloe, how would you say I love you in English? I love you. Madison, how would you say I love you in French? Je t'aime. Kennedy, how would you say I love you in Spanish? Te amo. And I know how to say I love you in Chinese. Yane. And Chloe, do you know how to say I love you in Japanese? I say mas. Wow. How do you say I love you in your own native language? And family, remember, when God says I love you, people can hear it in their own language. So now let's sing Say a Humba as we celebrate today. Good morning. My name is Amanda. I'm a minister here at Middle Church, and I'm also so glad that you have chosen to worship with us this morning. Where are you worshiping from? Will you let us know by typing into the chat, whether you're on YouTube or at middlechurch.org or on Facebook, type into the chat where you're worshiping with us from, and our digital minister and our ushers and greeters will greet you. I'd like to give a warm welcome to our new members whose faces you have seen this morning and want to let you know that no matter where you're watching from, where you're worshiping from this morning, that you can be a part of this movement. Just go to middlechurch.org join. The link will be in your chat. If something about what you feel moves your heart, your spirit, your soul, and you say, yeah, I want to be part of that. I resonate with what you're trying to do, with what you're trying to be in this world, then join us so that we can stay better connected to you and so that we can heal and transform ourselves and this world together. We are so looking forward to kicking off a full month of pride programming at Middle Church. We are committed to centering the voices and lived experiences of our queer siblings and we have a lot in store for you this month. Everything from dance parties to educational opportunities to a fashion show to a Juneteenth fundraiser. You don't want to miss it. Go to middlechurch.org to see our full calendar of events. I also want to make sure you know that we have a series of grief gatherings that's happening every Monday at 7 p.m. until the end of June. Part of our faith calls us to pause and to lament and to grieve the many, many lives who are lost to COVID. We also know that we are grieving and feeling so many other things right now. So let's come together and let's grieve together. Also wanna make sure you know, family, that you can call Middle Church at any time using extension 345 to hear a prayer and a scripture from one of our staff. If you are feeling alone, in your apartment, if you are feeling down, if you're feeling like you just want to hear another voice, please call. We'd love for you. We'd love to hear from you. Middle Church's number is also on our website, but if you want to write it down, it's 212-477-0666. And again, use extension 345. 
Let's continue now to worship together. Mother, father, sister, brother, doctor, lawyer, lover, mediator, God. On this day of Pentecost, we celebrate the diversity of the Holy Spirit. We recognize that our queer, straight, trans, male, female, black, white, Asian, Latinx voices are gifts of the Spirit to be honored and celebrated and heard. Help us to hear the silenced voice of George Floyd, murdered just this week by police in Minneapolis. Help us to hear the silenced voice of Ahmaud Arbery, crying from the grave for justice. Help us to hear and heed the voice of Christian Cooper. Help us to hear and understand the voices of untold numbers. Mother, Father, God, loosen the tongues of those of us who for centuries have been forced to don the neutered mask of so-called black respectability, thinking it would keep us safe and alive and learning that neutering ourselves is no guarantee of life and liberty and is itself a slow death. Loosen the tongues of our white siblings and allies because we're tired, Lord. Give them the holy fire to call out the dangerous racism and white supremacy of their mothers and fathers and aunts and uncles and co-workers. Sister, brother, God, bless the beloved middle church community, a holy family that models your kingdom, a church with the audacity to believe and live as if on earth as it is in heaven is something that Jesus actually meant when he said it. Bless Audre Lorde and James Baldwin and Toni Morrison and Mahatma Gandhi and all the prophetic voices that came before us and give us the courage to be the prophetic voices of today and tomorrow. Dr. Lawyer God, thank you for helping us understand rather than to be understood and allowing us to hear that active listening is a gift of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the Holy Ghost fire that lives in each and every one of us and help us rekindle those flames in each other, even when racism and sexism and transphobia and homophobia and all the isms and all the phobias conspire to dim your light in us. Lover, mediator God, happy birthday to the church. Remind us that a building is not the church, that wherever two or three are gathered in your name is church, physically, virtually, or spiritually. Holy Spirit, Sophia, we pray these things in your many, many magnificent names. Amen. And now let us continue to pray the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Pray it any way you know it. Pray it the way you learned it or pray the inclusive version that you see on the screen. Ever loving and holy God, hallowed be your name, your reign come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for yours is the reign and the power and the glory. Amen. all understanding be with you now and always. Hi, I'm Julia. I'm in Warren Hill, Brooklyn. Peace be with you. Hi, from Manhattan, sending the love and the peace from Antoine Hopper to all members and everyone out there with a heart. I love you. La paz sea con vosotros. Peace be with you. Amen. Yun ju go ping on, yu lei tong joy. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Or in German, Friede sei mit euch. Peace be with you. Good morning. Peace be with you. Oh, look, a hand! May the peace of God be with you. Morning, friends. Peace be with you. Peace be with you, middle family. Love you. Peace be with you. Carry it to the ones you love. Hello, my little brothers and sisters. Elizabeth here. I'm wishing you so much peace. We are in Inwood, and we are wishing you peace this morning. Peace be with you, middle family. This is Bianca. I'm out in Brooklyn, breathing with you and wishing you peace. Paz, te quiero mucho.
Sometimes we want to pray and we can't find the right words to say. Sometimes the right words don't come from speech at all, but come from song. Here's hoping that this song speaks to and maybe for you.
reading from the book of Acts, chapter 2, verses 1 through 6, the coming of the Holy Spirit. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues, as of fire, appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, are not these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it we hear each of us in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs in our own languages, we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? But others sneered and said, they are filled with new wine. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you, Dion, for that beautiful prayer of illumination. Today is Pentecost Sunday. When we were baby Christians, we were all taught that this is the day to celebrate the birthday of the church. Red balloons, red clothing, yay, it's a big birthday party for the church. Pentecost happens 50 days after the resurrection of Jesus. It happens 50 days after the Passover because actually it happens on top of, in the space of Shavuot, which is the place where our Jewish family uh, celebrate the giving of the law. So in this story, in Acts 2, all of these disciples are gathered in the upper room, waiting, waiting for a miracle, waiting for a sign, waiting for Jesus to send the Spirit, because that's what Jesus had promised would happen. And there they were, and the Spirit descended, and the story is that these tongues of fire landed on all the people, and the people were able to speak in unknown languages. The disciples, the students, were able to speak in unknown languages. And when they did, they were speaking real languages is the miracle of the Medes and the Parthenians and the Pamphylians and the people from Cyrene. They were speaking in languages that were known to what was then Asia Minor, what was then uh, Europe, what was, what was uh, Rome, what was um, Arab, all of these nations, Africa, around um, the sea. The Mediterranean Sea. This is the this is the miracle, and all those people heard um, what the NRSV says: the good news of God's deeds of power. What the NIV says is the wonders of God. All of these people heard the good news, the wonders of God. Well, what did they hear? What was the good news? The good news for our Jewish family: the, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Leah, Rachel, Mary, Sarah. Hagar, this God, this God was a God of liberation. This God was a God who heard the cries of her people and let the people go, who did battle with the powers and principalities, who fought Pharaoh for the right for 
her people to be free. This God, the wondrous thing about God is God can't abide oppression. God can't abide slavery. God cannot abide oppression. God can't abide marginalization. God has a decided preference actually for the people who are on the edges and wants to center them and wants to change the world. This, this is the good news that the people heard. And the newer good news would have been that the one that the state killed, hear me, the innocent one who was killed not with a knee on the neck, not shot with a gun, but crucified as a way to terrorize all of his people. This is what happens when you get out of line. This is what happens when you, when you don't play by the rules. That one that was crucified executed by the state. God rose from the dead. God took what was deadness and made it life. God, God's like, not on my watch will there be this kind of death when I'm commanding life. The one that God rescued from the dead went on to teach when you feed the poor, when you clothe the naked, when you visit the ones in prison, when you break loose the bonds of injustice, when you do that to any of the least of these, you've done it unto me. This is the good news. That is the birth of the church. Now, I'm a Christian pastor, so I'm going to say there's too much bad news coming out of the mouths of Christians. There's too much bad news coming out of the ethics of Christianity. There's too much white supremacy baked into the religion that is Christianity for it to live up to the promise of delivering good news. It is white people who got on boats and came to this land and took it from the indigenous people here because they felt they were chosen and that they could. And they called it manifest destiny. And they called it the doctrine of discovery. And they wholesale wiped out nations of indigenous people in the name of God. It's white people who enslaved Africans after stealing them from their native land and brought them in hellified conditions to this nation and shackled them and abused them and killed them and whipped them and tortured them so they could build this nation of the land of the free and the home of the brave. It's white people that took the Exodus story out of the Bible. It's white people who told slaves to obey their masters as a way of being faithful. This is baked into the religion called Christian. That's not the religion of Jesus. That's not the teaching of Yeshua. The religion of Jesus has been polluted. The teachings of Jesus have been bastardized. As long as there have been black people on this land, as long as this land has been inhabited by white people who took the land from the Native American, this, this religion called Christian has wreaked havoc on the souls of non-white people, on the souls of poor people, on the souls of LGBTQI people, on the souls of women. That's not the religion that I wanna be a part of. What if this day, what if this Pentecost, we put down Christian and pick up Jesus?
What if we put down church and pick up love? What if we confess to ourselves that this religion doesn't serve us anymore as it is and we rebirth this religion in the name of love? What if we make this the beginning of a new movement of love and justice that has everything to do with centering brown and blackness, that cries out in one voice, black lives matter, because when they do, all lives will matter that drops down the barriers for people to enter, that loves all the people no matter who they love, that changes the way we think about power, that changes the way we think about who's in charge and who's in and who's out. What about if this is the birthday of a new movement simply called love? The nation is on fire because black people are sick and tired of being sick and tired. The nation is on fire because people are grieving and they're asking themselves, how long, oh Lord, how long will you see the suffering of our people and allow it to keep happening? Black people are tired and they're asking their white brothers and sisters, when are you gonna stop crying and stand up and say something and do something about white supremacy in America? I know some of us are, are frightened. I know some of us are deeply worried and concerned about the rioting in the streets. I am deeply worried and concerned about the rioting in the streets. But I'm more concerned about the conditions that set the stage for the rioting in the streets. I'm more concerned about the dead bodies and the broken windows. I'm more concerned about the dead bodies than the cars turned over. I'm concerned about the systemic oppression that leads to the dead bodies. And I'm saying, let's birth something together that does something about it. When I think about what's being said in the streets, when I think about what our young people are articulating as they move through the streets peacefully, and even those that throw rocks and bottles, what they're saying is this doesn't work anymore. I'm reminded of these words of Dr. King from his speech, The Other America. Certain conditions continue to exist in our society, which must be condemned as vigorously as we condemn riots. But in the final analysis, a riot is the language of the unheard. And what is it that America failed to hear? It has failed to hear that the plight of the Negro poor has worsened over the past few years. It has failed to hear that the promises of freedom and justice have not been met. And it has failed to hear that large segments of white society are more concerned about tranquility and the status quo than about justice, equality, and humanity. On this Pentecost Sunday, when we celebrate the miracle of hearing and we celebrate the birth of the church, let us hear really well, not only what the poor, the disenfranchised, black folks, people of color, indigenous people, not only what they're saying, but let's hear what God is saying. Let's hear what God requires of us as people of faith, which is to do justice, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with God, which is to make justice roll down like waters and righteousness like a mighty stream, which is to feed the poor, to take care of the disenfranchised, to liberate the captives, which is to honor God's beautiful creation which means honoring every black life. It means dismantling racism, even and especially as it exists in the church. It means growing a new movement of love and justice. It means giving birth 
to something new, which is the religion of Jesus. And Christian? Christian might not have, in the end, that much to do with it. Hi, Middle. My name is Kaede Helk. I've been a member of this church for about nine years. I'm a deacon, head usher, member of Gospel Choir, also a leader for Rising Sun and Eucleriax. I became a Christian when I was 18 years old in Nagasaki. I entered the college to study English there. Few days after I moved there, a Christian ship called Lagos came to Nagasaki port. I visited the ship and met lots of crew members from 25 different countries. And that was my first time to communicate with foreign people. A young Malaysian guy told me, I've never expected to be a friend with Japanese because I was told that Japanese people are horrible from my grandpa. He told me what he heard from his grandfather during the war. And his words really shocked me because that was really horrible. I've never learned such a terrible things at school. That was the start of me knowing about the world. After this experience, I started to go to a Baptist church, which had both Japanese and English worships. I met so many people from all over the world and learned how to speak English within three months to communicate with them. And this experience changed my whole life. After graduation, I became a flight attendant and started to fly to all over the world. And I realized sometimes I was not treated nicely in some countries. There was and still is racism in the world. In Japan, I was told how to behave in public, not to stand out, follow whatever others do and say, even though I didn't agree with them 100%. But here at the middle, I learned that sometimes this is not right and I should speak out my opinions that to make things better, I have to be willing to stand out from the crowd and yell if I have to. This is what middle is all about, making change through revolutionary love. Middle welcomes all of us to make change happen. We all come from different backgrounds with different history and experiences. We all have seen the mistakes made, and together we learn from them in this wonderfully diverse family. Coming together here at Middle and supporting the different missions of love, we can success, succeed in making this a better world, starting right here. But that success can only happen if we join together. I am so blessed to have found my family here what seems like so many years ago. My hope and wish 
is that you will join with us and become a part of this incredible multicultural family. There are two ways to join the movement. One, sign up to become a member. Two, donate. Your support powers this movement. Middle needs you to empower love and justice in our community. We cannot do it without your help. Thank you. anyone could ever have but it's all worthless treasure true worth is only measured not by what you got but what you've got in your heart you could have you could have everything but what does it what does it
And so people of faith, people who are participating in this worship, people everywhere who are following us receive this blessing, this benediction. I'm thinking about my friend Valerie Kaur's question, what if this darkness is not the darkness of the tomb, but the darkness of the womb? What if today, this Pentecost, we are giving birth to something new in religion, a new way to be church, a new universal love movement for justice that includes the cry, Black Lives Matter, because we know when Black lives matter, when Black lives count as much as white mothers' children's lives count, when poverty is a pastime paradigm, when racism is no longer guiding the church, all lives will matter. I ask you to join the movement. Bring your love to the table. Let's heal what's broken in our nation and model healing for the rest of the globe. Amen. <laughs>